Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real boy at your level. I'm real boy at your pedal. You better dash on my class of rebels. Cause you know we came to blast when we smashed the metal. Brooklyn, that's how we doing it. 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 Yo, 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 what's poppin'? What's good? Yo, we back for another episode of On Everything Podcast. Good to see you. Hey, Ella, what's up? How you doing today? I'm chilling. Everything is good. Everything is good on this Friday. We want to say hello to all of the viewers and the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. We about to get it poppin' today. Yeah, and if y'all want to call in, the number is 646-309-0421. But anyway, what's good, Ella? What's happening? How's your week going so far on this Good Friday? My week is busy. I don't know about you and everybody else, um, but I've had a busy week, busy day. Well, we both been busy today. Um, so it's just good to sit down with the audience and talk to you all. Today is going to be a good topic. We're talking about relationships. You know, that's an ongoing, never-ending topic. So please feel free to comment or ask us any questions. We're going to go ahead and get it started. All right, all right. So on the topic of relationships, um, what's some of the things that, you know, you being a life coach and all, what's some of the things that you would um, – give people advice on like how to, how to manage, how to successfully manage a relationship, especially during these times, you know, with social media, everybody is accessible. You know, it, it doesn't matter who, you know, like it doesn't matter. Anybody can reach anybody in these days. So it's, it's a little different from when I was younger, you know, you got a girl phone number, you wrote it down, you took it home and, you know, you basically reached out to her in different ways. Now it's like, I could just jump on social media, jump in somebody's DMs, and, you know, next thing you know, I'm talking to Well, I say for, and I know you coming from the male perspective, mm-hmm. I'll say for the female uh, perspective, for all my ladies out there, um, and maybe the men might agree with me too, is that it takes work to approach a female. I know, right? So if you have men, the females you know who've been approached, which almost, all females have been approached at one time or another by a man who is interested in you. They have to work, right? They have to get up the nerve to come to you. They might talk to their boy first, and then they like, okay, I'm going to go over here. The boy might say, okay, go over there and talk to him. Then they have to really get up their nerve and courage to come holler at you knowing that you might be with it or there might be a rejection, right? Yeah. And that's the way it's been like old school. With social media, social media has removed that part, and it's made it so much easier for people to – Say what they want behind the screens. They can be anybody else. I mean, you don't even really know that person, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't know who they are behind the screen. So it's made it easier for men, definitely, um, to talk to females. Yeah. Um, and then females have, I guess, they're in the social media too. So females, a lot of times, they don't want to admit, right? Or we don't want to admit, but we'll follow along with what the man does. And so I think that's one issue. I think social media is good. 
you're talking to people who you haven't talked to before, you're meeting people who you would otherwise not have met. Mm-hmm. But I think that it prevents that courage that the man needs to come up and approach a woman the way that, you know, our maybe our parents did or our grandparents did. And so that's the only thing that I see. So it's pros and cons. It's pros and cons. Well, see, like in my experience, especially like like I said, like it's a different time, different ever. I find it that um, females are a little bit more aggressive. So, you know, like a lot, a lot of times I find myself batting away, you know, girls as opposed to back in the days where I was the one doing the chasing. I was the, I was the pursuer. So now it's like, you know, girls are hitting me up in my DMs. Hey, what's up? You know, nice lips or whatever, you know, just to start a conversation. And, um, you know, like it's, it's really difficult to navigate those seeds, you know, because, you know, like, first of all, men as a, as a, in general, like we're, we're chasers. So we're usually the ones who who's supposed to be the pursuers. So then it's like, you know, now you have girls coming after you and it's, you know, it's a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, you still have that, you know, cannibalistic, yo, I got to take that down. That primal of, mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know, it's a little bit more difficult to, to manage relationships nowadays. Like, you know, um, I feel like the lines get blurred. Um, trust is, you know, like kind of hard to to gather or to get it, you know, to, to actually get it together, trusting somebody. I found that to be, you know, a little difficult these days, especially, like I said, with social media. You don't know who's in your girl's inbox. You don't know, you know, what's going on out there. And, you know, I attribute that to something like um, I, I, I take it upon myself to be faithful. You know, I think it's a, it's important to be faithful and um, to, to, to just take girls one at a time. I try not to uh, balance girls like, you know, juggle too much because and even I would say even when I was when I was married, you know, I, I got divorced. But when I was married, I, I um. I always made it my business not to cheat, not to start another relationship and, you know, things like that. So it could be serious and it could be difficult at times um, managing a relationship in the age of social media. And, you know, when I got married, that was like, damn, when social media first started. I think that was when I, me and you first, you know, started mm-hmm, having mm-hmm. conversations and it was like, all right, you know, I can't holler at her, I'm married. So, you know, I'm a faithful <laughs> guy and, you know, we're just going to talk business mm-hmm. and look where we are now, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think men and women can have fruitful relationships without it being a, a relationship. But, you know, I, I just think that sometimes it's a little difficult to do in these days. Well, I think that's, well, so so what you say is true. So I think that it's, uh, and this is just my opinion, the ladies can say, you know, whether they agree or disagree, but I think that it's really, like you said, the man, it's the man, you know, the woman mm-hmm. needs to wait for the man to approach or the man will come home you know, come to the house, even for a first date, meet the parents, you know, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So it's up to the men, in my opinion, to bring that back because now what has happened, this is a whole nother conversation, mm-hmm. right? We're going to definitely have to touch on this eventually. But now what has happened is you have women, us, out here acting like the men. Absolutely. Right? Because we learned everything from the men, right? Mm-hmm. And it depends, again, that's where faith comes in. You know, it depends on if you're of faith or not. And if you're not, that's fine. But the man is the one that was the head and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. We get that. The problem is because of society, because of what has been acceptable and not acceptable, 
I feel like men, not all men, mm-hmm. but a lot of men have dropped the ball. So now you have women who have learned from you. They've learned, not that women couldn't do it on their own, right? Yeah. But they've learned how to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. They're treating you how they, they're treated, right? Yeah. Women are being exploited, so they're exploiting. And mm-hmm. so this is what happens. And then you have the breakdown in the family and then the kids, you know, have to go through it after that. And so mm-hmm. I think it's up to the men to try to bring that back or start some type of movement or organization or something and try to get back into that. And then the women will appreciate that. And then the women will be less aggressive because mm-hmm. now you have your role. But see, now we stepped into your role, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because you all left that role. And so now single parents and everything. We've had to pick that up, which also causes relationship problems because now women feel like they have to just depend on themselves. Absolutely. I find that to be true. I actually had I had a good conversation with with one of my friends, and what, what he said to me was, he was like, yo, listen, man, I'm tired of laying on my back so this girl can pay her bills. I'm, you know, like, that is so reverse, you know, from the way. He said he was tired of laying on his back? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, we need one of them horns. He said he was tired of laying on his back yes. for his girl to pay the bill. Yes. This is your friend? Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's a good friend of mine, too. Uh-huh. Um, You know, he's, he, he's a successful business person, but at the same time, like, you know, I guess that's how, you know, his relationships go. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's a little weird, you know? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about. This is the problem. And so then, then just stuff like that. You and and again, it's not every man because we've got some good men that can be Mm -hmm. role models to the other men, and you know all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you have to take your role. But if you if you take your place and you say, okay, I'm the man in this relationship. Well, you got to be a man in that relationship because now Mm -hmm. the woman today what she's saying and as aggressive and, and upfront as she is may not have happened 50 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Because we've learned how to do that. We've learned how to fend for ourselves. So it's going to take some time, but you just have to be consistent and you have to, she has to be able to trust you just like men have to be able to trust women. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like I only can speak for myself and like I was saying before, I'm, I'm more like the gentlemanly type of guy. Like, you know, it's kind of you know old school for, for some women, but you know, I'm a I'm a pull out the chair, you know, open the door for you. You know, I'm I'm that type of man, like you know, walk on the right side of the street, that mm-hmm. type of person. So you know, but that's because I was raised by my mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a good woman. And, good woman. Thank you, mother. In developing that relationship with her, it taught me how to you know basically manage relationships with women. So, you know, and, I, you know, I, I find myself to be a little bit of a of an emotional type of person. Like, I'm really sensitive. So, at the same time, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love that. We love the sensitivity. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Dependent. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, like, and my, you know, my mother taught me, you know, gave me a lot of that rules that. That loving, yes. all of that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was raised that way. So, just being a man with my mom and it's like, you know, my dad wasn't there, so. You know, she just taught me how to be a man, the, the best that she could do. Right. You know, and I, I've had some good examples. Like, I had my uncle, who was my pastor. Um, I had my grandmother. My grandmother also taught me a lot about manhood, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, so, and the strange thing is, like, both my grandmother and my mother were both, like, really strong women because, like, they raised children without, without the fathers, you know, being there. So, you know, that's something, you know, really, really good 
I, I, you know, something really good I learned from that. I want to say, what about, um, okay, so we relationship, the trust, and how to approach one another and being cordial and polite and respectful mm-hmm. and chivalry and all that stuff. So what are some things, I guess, would be, because we talked about some of them, but what are some more positive and positive versus negative in a relationship? So in your in your relationship right now or previous relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, what were some positives and what were some negatives? And where do you draw the line if it looks like things are not going to work out, if there are wow. more cons than pros, right? If it looks like, okay, you know, this is just not working out, where do you draw, like, what's your deal breaker? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very sensitive, but I'm very tip for tat. So a lot of things could be a deal breaker. <laughs> Super thanks. <laughs> <laughs> With a capital P. But Patty. even if somebody says, listen, yeah. I think you're doing a little bit much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and talk. What if they sat down and talked to you about it? If you were too emotional and maybe were holding them grudge and they talked to you, I'm are a, you compromised? Yes, you absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I was told at one point that, you know, like I was unreasonable because of my yeah. expectations. And the truth, the truth is, like, when I come into a relationship, I have high expectations. I think highly of people. And I would say that that's almost to a fault. I just think highly of people. I expect the best from people because I'm going to put my best foot forward. So I expect that in return. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes um, I think that, uh, that setting the right expectations is just, you know, understanding who you're dealing with. So, you know, like I would say, I walk into most relationships now with no expectations and I set them according to how me and the person vibes as opposed to before like I walked in the door with high expectations and then when you let me down I'm out yeah. you know yeah. what I mean yeah. or I'm taking it super you did personal it to, yeah 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 you know so now it's like I try to I try to take it slow you know but that's that's the you know get to know the person before you get too attached and um you know really build a relationship mm-hmm. you know I think you said it right there, getting another person, because I think a lot of us, I've done it too. I think a lot of us jump in relationships mm-hmm. without taking time to get to know the person, communicate, and seeing if you're really a fit. Because, hmm, when I think of when I think of some experiences, it's like, um, I remember, I remember um, talking to this guy, mm-hmm. and I had just become a life coach, right, mm-hmm. and so. You know, we kind of, you know, talked, you know, all that stuff. We, the vibe was good, all of that stuff. So we started communicating, mm-hmm. you know, more and more. But I still feel like it went too fast, right? I still feel yeah. like we should have had just a longer friendship, like get to know everything, mm-hmm. you know, about each other, whatever. And I think maybe if he'd done that, then it might be different. But then talking to a friend of mine, when I told her, I didn't tell her my business, I don't do that. But when I told her, listen, I was talking to this guy, didn't work out, whatever. And she said, well, you know, maybe you jumped in too fast because had you had, you know, taken time to know him, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even have thought of him in that way, like a relationship, because you would have realized that after you knew him, you wouldn't even be here now saying that, oh, it didn't work out. I can't believe it didn't work out. Because yeah. she said, if you would have taken one month to three months, I feel like three months is a good time, three to six months, but definitely three months to, for you 
in a relationship when you need somebody to decide whether you want to move forward or not. By the end of three months, some people know sooner, some people know later. By the mm-hmm. end of three months, you will know or you should know whether this is somebody who you can move forward with. That doesn't mean that it's going to work out, yes. but that means you have an idea. And mm-hmm. so what happened is because we got along so good so fast that she said if you would have took that three, two to three months, you would have realized that this was not your husband. You were not his wife. You were just supposed to be his life coach. Yes, absolutely. Okay? And so that's what had I done. I would have realized, oh, okay, so you, you just need a life coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that, you know, and I think once we get to know people, then you'll start to realize because everybody's like, you know, well, why is this person in my life? And, you know, this is somebody I'm supposed to talk to or somebody I'm supposed to do business with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you take that time, two to three months, to just relax and just have fun getting to know each other, that's what it's all about, then you're yeah. going to know whether this is somebody that is a potential mate for you want to move forward. That's so, what I think. So what y'all think? Why don't y'all call in? The phone Please number is in. 929-441-2417. Give us a call. Call in. Yeah, I want to know questions and comments. For real. You might be able to help somebody. They might be battling. If you're battling with anything, please call in because we are definitely here for you. Yeah, so like one of the big barometers for me like as far as relationships um is you know like <laughs> can I be faithful? You know, like that that's that's important to me. Like, um and is the person gonna be faithful to me? You know? And then it's like then you have to set your boundaries on like what's faithful. What's faithful, you know, as far as, you know, uh how much talking is cheating. Right. How much talking is, you know, a issue. You know what I mean? Like is is talking to another man cheating? Or, you know, what kind of conversations are you having? That's or what I'm saying. Is hiding something from, from, from me cheating? Or you know, like it depends on what it is. Exactly. So now, I had, I had someone, I had someone come up to me, you know, like, and I used to sneak in and um smoke cigarettes when I when I was married, and my my mm-hmm. ex wife didn't know that, so. The lady walked up to me and she said, "When are you gonna stop cheating on your wife with cigarettes?" And I'm like, "Cheating on my wife." Wait a minute, you cigarettes. used to smoke, but your wife didn't know. So yeah. okay, got it. So it's like you know, is that really <laughs> like that's your that's your yeah. addiction? So the addiction is getting more attention than your wife. But that was her perspective of it. Yes, because okay. I, I was hiding it because you know, right. I didn't share that. So is that really cheating? Like I don't think it's cheating. I think you're just undercover lying. You know what I mean? You're not saying that you're really smoking because you're not really addressing it, so you're technically not telling a lie, yeah. but you're not telling her what it is. Mm-hmm. So is admitting and hiding something cheating? Is admitting and hiding something cheating? Admitting, yeah, just like not te- not telling and. How is that t- to me? It's you're lying. I mean, what do you what do you? So it's lying. I mean, unless you're saying the nicotine addiction is getting more, more of your time, so I can see how yeah. people would look at it like mm-hmm. that. But it depends. I really, I honestly am going to say this because if you know something, if you know something, you should tell the person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You should tell the person. However, Mm -hmm. what we do know, and you can't really, really fault anybody for this. And I'm going to tell you why, because people are human. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? People like we talked before, people are going to make mistakes. They're going to disappoint and all that stuff. So I don't know if there is anybody that you're dealing with who knows every single thing about you. You may have forgotten some of your stuff exactly. if you're older. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to remember what's 20 years old. Yes. You know what I'm saying? 
So I feel like the you should tell somebody if you want to be just totally right. Yes, you should. Are people going to do that? No, because I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody mm-hmm. who I know every single thing about. Now, you would you, would you say? I'm scared. Every single thing. No, you well, don't. You I mean, know what they tell you. Well, well, you know, like as as my my other official duties, you know, like a lot of people talk to me and tell me a lot of things that probably I shouldn't know. And I probably don't know everything, but right. It's but most, you know a lot yeah, more stuff. Yeah, right, more right. than but I should. But you may not know everything, right? Exactly. Because some people mm-hmm. always hold, especially their life before you, they might not want to bring that into the relationship mm-hmm. and things like that. I think that, yes, you should, but the main thing you need to do is that person who you're involved with, this is in that one to three months, you need to talk to them and find out what's acceptable to them mm. and what's not. Is it's flirting cheating for you? It depends on what, you know, and the reason why I'm saying. I'm flirting. Saying, flirting. If you talk about, because see, you, you okay. So this, this is, this is like a trick thing, right? I feel mm. like. But flirting is a form of cheating if you're lusting after that person, mm. right? People are going to say it's really not because I didn't do anything. You know, those are my, those are my thoughts. But, I mean, biblically, that's, that's what I understand. Mm-hmm. To be. But living in the society that we're in now, which the word still applies no matter what, I don't feel like it's cheating if it is not lust involved and if it's just you're not. Because some people, that is their personality. Some people are extroverts. Some people talk to everybody. Some people just... They smile at somebody, and that person may take it wrong. And the person who, the person who they smiled mm-hmm. at, might take it as, "Oh, that's an invitation." But mm-hmm. the person who made them smile might be like, "Oh no, I was just saying hi. I had no idea." So they mm-hmm. might not even know. So yeah. then, how are you cheating if you are that person? Now, what you can do is to make him say, "Okay, listen. You know, I saw or I observed when this happened, or whatever. Maybe if you could check yourself a little bit and realize, and maybe the person just didn't realize, mm-hmm. and so now they'll be more mindful." Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? It sounds like you don't agree. I, I mean, I feel like flirt, flirt, flirting is cheating. Why? It's because you you are going outside of your relationship and you're seeking their attention. But what are you saying? Attention. And what are you doing? And it depends on what kind of flirting it is as well. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But that's what I said. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I feel. I, I just feel like. I just feel like going outside of your relationship and seeking the attention of somebody that's not that you're not in a relationship with is cheating. Didn't you just say it depends on what the flirting is? Yeah, exactly. So that's so, what I think. So, so I don't think that there's no. I, I only see flirting as flirting as one way, though. But you said it depends on what the flirting is. So how am yeah. I seeing it one way? I mean, no, there's there's only one way to flirt. Is there more no, than one way to flirt? Not. Talk to me, y'all. Yes. Okay. It's like, I mean, I, women can just bat their eyes and stare at you and flirt. Men can do that. You can do nonverbal. You can do verbal. It's a whole mm. bunch of exactly. different things that you can do. But if you're seeking the attention of somebody else outside of your relationship, then that I believe that that is cheating. But I thought you just said it depends on what it is. I, okay. I, no, I I said, I, when, when I said it depends on what it is, I meant it depends on... Like you said, sometimes you can actually flirt without somebody knowing that they they perceive you as flirting. Like me, I lick my lips a lot. I lick my lips all day, especially when I have to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, if if somebody is sitting there 
taking that as me flirting. I'm not looking at my lips because I'm flirting. I'm looking at my lips. Hold on. Can I, can I finish my thought? Just one. I'm licking my lips because my lips are dry. Mm-hmm. I'm not licking my lips because I'm, I'm flirting, but right. some people would perceive that as flirting. Mm. It's being too, you know, like being too friendly with the opposite sex. I also believe that that's cheating. That's a form of cheating. So I want to know, so what about, so that I'm saying the same thing you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because you just said, you lick your lips. This is what you do. Yes. Nothing intended. That's not flirting, though, because I'm okay, not flirting. But see, I just said that, right? Mm-hmm. So I said if somebody has like an the unintentional personality yeah. and they don't know that they're doing that until maybe their their girlfriend or boyfriend tells them or somebody recognizes, and then that's when I said they have to be more mindful now because they didn't do it. So when you lick your lips, you're not doing it. You're not doing <laughs> it to, you know, uh, entice anybody. But uh-huh. if, if your girl were to tell you, look, you were doing this, did you realize you would just mm-hmm. be more mindful, but you weren't intending it? Exactly. I think we're saying it both. I mean, uh, yeah, we're both thing. saying the same. We definitely both saying the same thing, so we're gonna agree on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, look at God, He brought us right <laughs> to the same place. And I, and still, like, I believe that even if you're not doing it for attention, but you know that people pay attention to it, right? Now that's different. Like, if you know, like, if if like, I remember one time. I was telling the girl, hey, you know, anytime you, anytime you uh, put 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 your mean. your little your little fanny pack on, right? Right. And you face it to the back, and it bounces on your butt, and yes. you know people pay attention to that. Yeah, that's different. I believe that, like, if you're doing that on purpose, yes. I believe that 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 all right, now you're cheating or you're flirting. Yes, I you know agree. what I mean. Because they know, but that's their motive. Mm-hmm. And so you just gotta, you know, discern and and find out what people's true motive for doing something is, and that'll take you right to the answer. So that would be her motive. So I agree with you there, because that, that was her intent. Yes, absolutely. That was her I, intent. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know, especially if I'm in a relationship with the person, I'm going to tell you. Well, that was his intent, Anna. Yeah, I, I mean, I check, I check, you know, like, I, you know, I constantly check situations. I'm always talking, like, you know, most people, most girls who are in a relationship with me would know because I came from a situation where I was too quiet mm-hmm. and I just um, exploded at the end. Now I make it my business to just like, I blurt it out as soon as I see something wrong. Like, you know, but yeah, we're about to, um, we're about to go ahead and uh, take a break and um, we'll be right back. Thank you. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start. The evening rush network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Very nice. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the On Everything podcast on the Evening Rush Network. Yo, we 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 live. We talking about relationships. Uh, what y'all think? You got any comments today? Any comments? Any questions? We 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 on this. We need to hear from y'all because certain situations. I mean, people have some. I think you and I both mm-hmm. have heard it all. 
And yeah. so people have different situations. So please call in with any situation or anything you need advice on or questions that you have. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think that we should talk about, um, since we just left off of that, we left off of flirting, right? But it kind of, in a way, brings us to, like, relationship goals that you have. Mm-hmm. So flirting, if you're you're upset about flirting, okay, that's a problem. So that's that's that might be a deal breaker for some people too. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is one thing that okay. So this is something I don't like in the relationship. Just like when we talked about positive and negative, right? It goes yeah. back to that. And so now when we think about positive and negative, we think about flirting and trust and cheating or not or whatever. Then now we want to talk about relationship goals. So how do you define? relationship goals for you or think about the relationship you're in now or your past relationship Mm -hmm. what did you sit down with that person and say hey you need to make some relationship goals or hey you already knew what goal you had for this relationship where you wanted it to go the things that you wanted to occur i mean most of the time walking into a relationship i think that um having goals are important um especially if you um if if you're if you're in a good communicative relationship with somebody so i believe that it's important to communicate your goals um you walk in with your like i said like you let them know hey this is the expectation you know like are we gonna pursue marriage or you know what i mean like or is this just a fling i think you know setting those you know those parameters are important for people to understand what you're doing as far as relationships are concerned, you know, like mm-hmm. setting those, setting those barriers are important, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And I think, and I'm going to try to tie that in because we have a comment in the chat about Miss um, Perry saying that there is, we're losing so many black men to violence mm-hmm. and we need our black men. So many are stepping up now mm-hmm. and doing the right thing for the women and their families. The women have to take the man's role, which is what we talked about before, right? And yeah. it's not that the woman wants to take the role. I mean, the woman is kind of. I, I, I agree with sometimes that. Sometimes in situations mm-hmm. to take the role. Yeah, sometimes men we 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 you don't have a off. choice. Yeah, we we you know some men come up short, and especially with the way I don't want to make excuses for for the brothers out there, but you know the way society is set up, it's mm-hmm. set up for us to fail. Mm-hmm. So we oftentimes you know like we find men struggling to find jobs and you know going in and out of the prison system you know like and a lot of times you know that upset you know systemic racism systemic racism absolutely prison of pipeline side note (laughs) shout out to all my black brothers out there and what's the and what's the when what's the biggest you know thing that takes us down it it, it would definitely be the, the the prison system you know, and when you get out of jail, you know, it's harder to find a job or you only could take certain jobs. You know, like it's it's a real hard, you know, road sometimes for black men. But at the same time, I'm not here to make excuses. You know, we got to do better as brothers. We got to step up. We got to do what we're supposed to do, you know. Like, um, I, I hate it if a girl pays for something for me or, you know, like I dislike if, you know, if I get treated like the the woman role you know as the way i perceive the woman role to be i i think it personal i don't like that 
how do you perceive the woman role to be? I just have to ask you since you said how I perceive the woman role. Do you perceive the woman as an equal to you, or do you think that she's beneath or behind you? What is, what is your perception? No, no, no. A woman is not beneath or behind me. Like, um, oh, I don't. That, that would be. That. Yeah, no, no. That that's nuts. That's nuts. You're you're, you're my partner. No, yeah, my 50, life 50-50, but mm-hmm. some things are are my duties to take care of, and some things are your duties to take care of. Now, those things are interchang- interchangeable. So, basically, you know, like if if you if you're working and making more money than me, and you know, and I'm actually happen to be home more than you, then I'm okay with cooking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm okay with handling, you know, just the responsibilities as far as bills, like. I feel like it should be 60 to 40. I see that in the comments already. You know, like, I feel like, you know, that's the way things should be split, you know, as far as, you know, like, bills, food, shopping, everything should be 60, 40. Like, I don't mind paying more. Um, But sometimes, like, black black women, like, you know, just not even black women, women in general, basically... Basically, you know, has taken on the role of being a man. Right. You know, they taking on to the to the the man's role. So going back, okay, so right, so that's what I'm saying. Going back to the goals, then, mm-hmm. because men might have certain goals in mind, women might have different goals in mind. How do you all get your goals for what you all want in the relationship to align? I mean, it's really it's really difficult, and uh, communication is the key to making relationships work. Though, mm-hmm. so like if those things are are communicated properly, then it, it will work out properly. You know, like I'm sorry, my daughter keeps calling me. Like you know, she she's a, she's a daddy girl, <laughs> but she gotta stop right now. Oh my goodness! Look, look at this. It's crazy. This is crazy, but I think I think that you know, relationships, you know, like you know, if they're communicated properly, then you know you can properly manage the relationship. So communication. Absolutely, communication is is very important. Communication, you know, solves a lot of problems. Um, it, you know, like you can actually work through your relationship with proper communication. I think, right, and we talked about that last time, because communication can just be misunderstanding. Absolutely. Somebody didn't understand, you know, what you meant, or they took it the wrong way. And, of course, we know it's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, if, if even, no matter how you say anything, I can say, um, Gene, you know, oh, the weather's mm-hmm. outside, the weather outside is nice today. I love it. I'm so glad I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, you know, Gene, the weather's outside nice today. I mean, I love it, but Mm-hmm. You know, how you say things mean a lot. So when we're talking about relationships and you're talking about communication, yes. then what are some triggers do you think, or what are some triggers for you in a relationship? And then how do you use communication to help dissolve those triggers? Like what irritates you the most in a relationship? And then what needs to happen? Like how can you communicate that with your mate so that you're not, you know, facing all these triggers or all these problems. Same like, thing for them, like, I guess. Like, like I was saying before, you know, if I have a problem, I'm at that problem. You know, like, I try to communicate, you know, clearly 
if I like if there's a problem, I'm I'm speaking on the problem. Um, what are I, some of your triggers? Like, what's something that really irritates you? Just something that gets on your nerves. Not really where you would leave the person, but something that really gets on your nerves that you like. I can't stand when you know she does this. I can't stand when she does that. Okay. <laughs> one All right. thing right now. <laughs> one thing, just one. <laughs> just one. No, you have several. Yeah. Just I mean, one. I'm go. I'm going to say. Um, uh, disrespect is probably like you know, like that's that's really high up on my list. Just being disrespected, you know, like I feel like if I talk to you a certain way and you, and, you know, like you talk to me another way, I'm go- I'm gonna, you know, I I actually take it personal because I try to be as sensitive and nice and caring as I can be, and you know, it's not really not in my nature to be that way because I have a bad temper. Mm-hmm. So because I have this bad temper, sometimes like you know, just a if you if you say something to me that I wouldn't say to you, then I you know I I, I take it extremely personal. So I would say uh, communication, you know, like as far as the way you talk to me and you know versus how I talk to you, you know, uh, I don't I don't like to be cursed at. I don't like to be called. Okay, so there it is. That's what I was looking for the trigger. So you talk yeah. like cursed at, like yeah. if. if- or what if she's not cursing at you and she just had a bad day and so she's but it's like taking it out on you, but you weren't the problem? It might have been the job or something. Mm-hmm. Then how do you approach that when you know she's not taking it out on you, but her language and how and her approach to whatever happened to her that day? I mean, I feel I feel like hey, you know, like I'm I'm going to check it. Like hey, like listen, I I don't like the way you talk to <laughs> me. Crazy. I didn't hey, like that. Are you gonna jump like that? Yeah, okay. like yo, hey, who are you talking to? Like, why are you talking to me like that? Now she's already mad. Yeah, now we both mad. But when you're mad, do you think that you should say hey, or should you say, you know, wait a minute, calm down. Why don't you, you know, tell me about your day and and, and let me find out what's going on. You said that you would say, hey, why are you going to? Okay, so she's already mad now. Escalated now, now y'all in We both mad. Okay. Like I said, yo, but, you but know, it's you, for you, you should have. You started with me. Yeah, see, that's that petty. You have to bring her down, or it's gonna keep escalating. I mean, I, I, I can get into the argument, bring it up, and then like, and then bring it down, because I'm always the person to come back and be like, hey, listen. After you like, cool this, down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is why I had. This is why I had a problem. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have a problem. Like, I, and like I said, that's where communication comes in. Like, it's important to be able to to talk things out because. You know, like some, you know, like I've I've dated some women who actually weren't, you know, yes. like, you know, you know, communicative. So know? I want to speak on that because I want to speak on what they're putting in the chat. So how do I get to this one? Um, so mm-hmm. Pam, mm-hmm, because you just said it again. So Pam, that communication needs to happen, and this is for the people who cannot see us live and they're just hearing the audio. So that mm-hmm. we can. Yep, the communication needs to be. Um, needs to happen before marriage and children. If not, who's left holding the bag to raise the children? Sometimes the man, sometimes the woman. It's hard either way. Communication might help you avoid that pain. Mm-hmm. So true. Thank you, Pam, for saying that because that communication, just like we've been talking about, is the key. And it does. Oh, it absolutely. You know that from mm-hmm. doing weddings. It has to happen before marriage and children because that's we get into a lot of that things and we don't find out a lot of things and mm-hmm. boom. Now you have children, and then you're married, and then, you know, whatever. And then uh, Sean said, you jump at a black woman, they throw in hands. That's what I'm saying. Why would you I jump got, at a black woman? Wait, hold I on. Got, I got popped a couple of times, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to. You might have needed to get popped just a couple of times. <laughs> I'm you not... just told me what you would still do today. 
Yeah, I mean, um, you know, and I take that. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I take <laughs> I, I don't mind taking that L, though, you know? Like, listen, you know. But um, you would go. You would. You are the type of person that would come back after everybody calmed down and mm-hmm. moved off and try to make amends and, hey, try to find out yeah, what happened. Yeah, this, this, this is why I was so upset. You know, oh, I didn't like when you said this to me. I understand mm-hmm. you're going through this. But at the same time, you know, like, we have to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. If we don't communicate with each other, then, you know, like, we might as well not even try try to do a relationship. You can't. I don't know how you can have it without community. You mm-hmm. have to have it. You have to. I mean, unless you all are going to live in isolation and just do nonverbals all day, look at each other and, you know, make gestures. So it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to each other is, in, in, you know, like, that's, that's that. And then the communication, you can see the person's intellect. Exactly. Right? The more they communicate, what are they really saying? Are they saying something that's stimulating your mind? Because that's what you want first, right? Mm-hmm. The person that stimulates your mind. If, if everybody could have that and then fall in love with the body and all that stuff later, I think we would all be probably a lot better off. Well, you know, when it comes to men, it starts with, oh. the, it starts with the eyes. So, you know, like, yes, because you know, cause I, I, don't, I don't even care what, what is going on in your mind. Right. If I'm not attracted to you. But no, I'm not saying that. I think women are too. Mm-hmm. Like somebody has to look at you to approach exactly. you to know if they want to approach yeah. you. You know what I mean? Most times. I mean, so I'm, I think I'm, women ma- do... I'm man pretty. So like, you know, like yeah. it, it oh, really. Man pretty. Yeah. Man pretty and petty. So that's, that's, um, you're just a well-rounded. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that is women do it too. Like women is not going to approach I don't think anybody's going to really approach anybody they're not attracted to. Yeah. But I think the focus should be more on other things and let that come later, which that communication and that mind, for me, <laughs> that's important. You know what I mean? Oh, she making faces at my man pretty comment, but it's okay. You know, like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm just not pretty old man. and petty. <laughs> Where they do that at? PPP. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I love Kwan. That's what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think that, but I think the mind is important because, one, after you start talking to a person, that's why it's so important. Have a conversation with them. Have a conversation over over a course of weeks. After some weeks, you want to know whether that person has a vocabulary of mm-hmm. any kind or do they just look good, right? Yeah. And we know that looks fade, so then... What are you going to have after that, right? So you mm-hmm. got to have that mind. You're going to know if their topics are interesting. You want to know about their experiences. So all mm-hmm. of that is important. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, one thing, you know, that, that I find to be so so important, probably like the most important thing once you deep into the relationship is great sex. Mm. And there it is. <laughs> that's what we've been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. You knew the man. That's right. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't start off with it, but okay. No, 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 because, like, sex is not the most important thing, but it's very important. I think it's important to both parties. Absolutely. I do. But all of that stuff, things can happen. All of that stuff can fade. Well, then some people say, yeah, well, you know, it's never fading. But what I'm just trying to get at is the mind is more, I think, that's that's value, right? So, the more, more value. I, I mean, they both have value, but... You need that mind. Okay. Go so, ahead, so, sex. So, I know you want to talk no, about No, 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 no. But... Somebody said when you first meet someone, what would turn you off from speaking to them again? That's uh, Kwani Shah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 
the thing that would probably turn me off and stop me from speaking to someone is a bad smell. Yeah. I think a bad smell, um, a lack of intellect in the conversation, you know, like if you're saying words wrong. Like, um, I remember yeah. I was posting on Instagram and this girl approached me while I was on the train. And um, she was like, oh, you posted me. I'm just looking like, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what you say, yeah, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, but... You know, um, but as far as sex, like I'm going to say that that's that's somebody said eighty percent. I'm going with ninety. I'm going with ninety percent. Sex is probably ninety percent of the relationship, ten percent of the relationship. I mean, well, maybe that's because you're a man. Yeah. Or yeah. A, a petty man. I mean, because I know men who are interested. Well, all men are interested, right? Everybody is, right? I get it. Mm-hmm. Women too. I get it. But eighty percent. I say 90. 90. I mean, right, 80, the, but 90%? Yeah. Psychiatry. So 10% is your intellect? Is the woman's intellect? Yes. 90% audience, please. This is where I really need somebody to call in because I need some backup. So 90% is the um set. 10% is everything else. Yeah. Not only that, everything like this. Like right? Psychology teaches us, right, that the number one need for a man is sex. Now, the number one need for a woman is intimacy, right? So we give intimacy in order to get sex. That's what psychology teaches us. So if that's my number one need, then it's going to be 90% of the relationship to me in my eyes. Absolutely. And I see somebody said that's ridiculous. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. They somebody said because the average married couple are barely having sex three times a week. That is absolutely false. If you're not having sex depends, three times, it depends on. on how old you are. Yeah. Like after you get older and y'all got a job, two jobs, trying to make ends meet. You know, you tired. Let's just keep it honest. You tired? I, I don't care how tired I am. I'm um, like, what Casey said. He said that's ridiculous. Yes, you are exactly said, right. I'm done. Just that's get a hooker. Look at my females back in the Look, up. right. Let I don't me say. See let me say. Coming to your defense. Let me say this though. Mm. Let me say this. Right. Got it. If you're a married couple and you're intimate less than three times a week, then your marriage is flailing. Okay. Your I don't marriage know. is flailing. Now, you, you've done weddings. I understand. Like, you, you've officiated all that. Mm-hmm. But I would not definitely say your marriage is failing because you don't know what those two people's situation is. You cannot put a blanket statement over everybody because everybody and every couple and mm. everybody's an individual. That might be something that works for them, and it might be something that works for them temporarily, depending on whatever's going on yeah. in their life. Well, I'm speaking of, I'm speaking of just, I'm speaking of just a happy man, happy woman, married together, lacking intimacy. That's what I'm speaking of. So then, all you need, I would never say the marriage is failing. I would say that if there needs to be more intimacy or something. Then you can go talk to somebody about mm-hmm. that, and you can do different things. I mean, even Absol- a quick getaway, well, well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To build it. Oh I'm, yeah, if we both work and have kids, where's their time for sex? Hey, you gotta, you gotta have, right. you gotta have neck, you gotta have naked, about. you gotta have naked Tuesdays, and you know, happy, happy Wednesdays. But you gotta, it's not that the woman is supposed to doing that. Listen, if 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 but people. 
work. But that's what I'm saying. You got to be careful because as a that, couple. That, 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 yes, that, that is exactly why relationships. He is so petty. Look at how hype he is. No, because that is exactly. Look, he sat up in his seat. Can you really listen to me? That, but that is exactly <laughs> why relationships fail. That is exactly why. Yes. Because no, the the, the, right. the lack of intimacy will send your mate out to find somebody else to be intimate with. And it, and once it. they find that person, then they're going to end up leaving you. I told, and, I, and I agree. I do agree. Absolutely. So we're about to wrap this up. Uh, it's been another great show. Ella, it's great having you on again. Thank you. Um, we love you guys. I, I look forward to working with you some more. This is yes, fun. Yes, indeed. Yes. I thank you for the participation, right? And keep the questions coming. I love it. Absolutely. And somebody said that's not realistic. That's not happening. Yeah, not, not realistically, that's not happening. Right, because a lot of times this is not people's reality. I think you're speaking from your experience and what you've learned. Mm-hmm. But... And from other couples that I learned. And and we got to say, um, you know, we sponsored by saying, see, by see, butter, clothing, and, you know, uh. I'm not thinking realistically. If sex is that much of your relationship, you are you are domed, domed. Okay, all right, y'all. We are gonna wrap it up. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, ladies. Everybody. Just just correct the spelling.